Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome to the Unscripted Podcast. My name is Corby LaCroix, and the song you're hearing right now is called Great and Mighty One, available on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your music. But for now, recording from the Unscripted Studio at the Junction in Old Hilliard, here's your host and my friend, Aaron Conrad. All right, everybody, welcome to the Unscripted Podcast. Thank you, Corby, for my audio introduction. As you all can see, and I, I have revealed the secret that the background is fake. <laughs> I am I am just a few days away from moving to my official uh, home at the junction in Old Hilliard. And this morning, my guests and I have, have been trying new toys that I got for the junction, and I couldn't figure any of them out because I'm not that bright. So here we are. Either way, my guest today, Mr. Darren W. Carter. Darren, will you introduce yourself to my guest? <laughs> this guy always told me he's not that bright, but now he has business. <laughs> he always ahead of something. Graduated. I'm not that man, please. I've known you since you were yay high to a, a pig's knee or something, as I used to say. That was really old, wasn't it? <laughs> It is old. <laughs> I am I am the Darren W. Carter, uh, a friend and brother of this uh, wonderful gentleman here, Aaron Conrad. Um, I'm owner of Carter's Barbecue. Uh, I'm an all around nice guy. I make steel for a living, and uh, I'm a classmate of Aaron of the great class of 1988 of Bedford High School. VHS, shout out! That's shout right. Out. <laughs> well, man, I, it's an honor to have you on. And and if anybody's missed it, this is our second episode. Our first episode, please go back and find it because we talked about, we covered a lot of ground in that one. And uh, honestly, it's one of the ones that, uh, you know, again, I, I like to thank everybody. We're, this is episode 98. We're getting close to 100. And um, man, it, without every one of the guests that said, yeah, man, I'll come on. Um, and I, I should have looked it up beforehand, but, um, you know, yours was one of the first where you came on. You came out at a time in our country um, when there was a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff going on and we had some deep conversation and I'm going to tell you, Darren, the, the, the conversation that we had. And so again, not to plug my own podcast, but please go find that. Um, because honestly we had some real deep conversation and you said some things that really, really resonated with people that I heard from long after. And, and I think, unfortunately, you know, there's a blessing and a curse. A hundred episodes is awesome, but at the same time, there was a lot of episodes early on the days that were really, really good that I'm afraid people have missed because they're catching up with the roast recent. Anyway, this one's not about me. It's about you. Um, but I did want to tell you that, man, you, you came on early. You believed in this. Uh, you've been a supporter of mine. You've been my friend and, and, and have been for many years. And uh, we covered a lot of really, really deep ground on that one. Um, and so please go find that if you're listening to this podcast. But what we're here to talk about today is the T-shirt you got on. Um, Carter's Barbecue, man. Let's start there. What's going on with Carter's Barbecue? So I was I was cooking. I think did I tell? Oh man, I don't have the props. What is wrong with me? <laughs> I couldn't get. I'm gonna have to hold on. Fine. I'll go to commercial message. All right. So I'll just talk while 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 Darren is is not currently here. He ran away from his desk. If you're watching on video. But I will tell you this, I got a lot of new toys. So I'm just filling space here on the podcast. Welcome to Unscripted. Um, but at the end of the day, I got a lot of new toys and I can't figure out how to use any of them. But trust me, the audio, the video, 
the content, uh, everything will be much better in the next couple of weeks. As soon as I figure out how to use all the new toys I got. Darren is back. Let I'm me back. talk over to you. <laughs> all right. I don't believe this guy. The guy's doing a great job. Um, when you when you when you level up and you do new things, you're going to have these missteps. You're going to have things that don't work perfectly. So you're doing everything fine. So you. you know, and, and in that sense of leveling up, we Carter's Barbecue started what in uh, 19, and we were cooking for people, just doing a few things. We started to do some dinners, and people's like, "Oh, that's nice." You know, had a couple of catering events, and we thought, "Okay, well maybe." We can really make this a business. So, you know, we got to legitimize. 2020 was going to be, you know, our breakout year. We're going to do some things. We had a few things lined up. But, of course, 2020 was the year that was not. (laughs) And without even rehashing all that, we all know what happened in 2020. So we could not do what we wanted to. Um, Then come 2021, it was like, okay, let's kind of really try to do some things. and I got my shoulder hurt at work and I had to get a surgery. I don't have a sling on today because it's, I'm past my 12 weeks. So I'm healing now, but really couldn't do cooking as much there. Um, but this year we decided to, okay, we have to make a jump somehow to go from just how we're doing it to making it to where we can expand our customer base and do all that kind of stuff. Um, one of the things we did, I don't know if I talked to you about it last time, but I was, I had a sauce and a rub that I was probably going to market. And though it's marketed, you know, from my own hands, people can't see it though, but I'm holding up um, a packaging of my rub is Carter's barbecue chicken and pork rub, which I sell off my website as well as my signature sauce. And I call that Carter's barbecues, um, Teresa's sweet honey, because that's my wife and she's my sweet honey. That's awesome. So that is, um, Two products that we're starting to hopefully get out to where that's kind of passive, you know, without me going out cooking and doing anything, just some things, um, some passive um, income. I am, I have another garlic one that I'm test kitchening right now. That may be out before the end of the year. If not, it may be out the first of the year, but um, just something people have asked for the sauce. They try to, you know, when we sell dinners and things like that, can I buy some extra sauce? Can I do this? Yeah. So why not just package it, see how, if it has legs. If it doesn't, it's okay. The journey is what the journey is. We'll win some and we'll lose some. Um, So like yourself, you're taking that next level. You got your business going. I saw everything. I'm so proud and grateful and to see where you're going with that. Because what you did, look, I'm, look, y'all in, in uh, Zoom land, in uh, Radio Land, Podcast Land, I got his I got his stuff on the cheap. He helped me for free. Now y'all got to pay for it. So <laughs> the stuff is his, his new business is doing was things I was asking you questions about when we yeah. kind of got into this internet blogging thing years ago. And that's that, yeah. that is just perfect for you. Yeah. Um so but we're now we're trying to do um we're trying to get a food trailer. We're trying to get a food trailer, we're trying to get a custom smoker. Um, and by doing that, we're we're doing a crowdfunding thing through this group called um Home, I'm sorry, honeycomb credit. Yep. Now, when people say crowdfunding, it, it, you know, a lot of people, there's a lot of positive and negative to it. Okay. Why you want to hand out? Why can't you do this by yourself? Why, 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 blah, blah, blah. Um, this is not a GoFundMe. I'm not asking, we're not asking you to donate gifts. This is not a Kickstarter. We're not asking you to be a, a backer to a product that may never happen. Um, we're not, uh, there are some other things we care, some other people that, you know, they ask for equity. We're asking for an investment. Mm-hmm. What that means is just like any other investment, if you, if you got Robinhood or um, Schwab or any other of these investments, you put in money. There's a risk, but there's also a reward. Mm-hmm. Um, and with us, you get a return on that particular investment. There is a percentage, a fixed percentage rate that you can get back over the uh, back over the um, the the uh, the time of the of the loan, the term of the loan. I'm sorry. Um, so it's not just here. Give you a, you know so much a dollar money and blah blah blah. No, you get that, and you get it back with interest. And then you're investing in us. You're investing in Teresa and myself. You're investing into a small business, um, a local small business for some of us. You know what I'm saying? And right. you're helping a business take that next level 
to do what we need to do within the community. And your listeners may not know you as much, but you know, they can always find me. Um, but you know, I'm a community minded person. So anything I do, whether it's just from personal to business, the community is going to be involved. Mm -hmm. So an investment into our, um, our campaign to help us get this equipment to level up is also investing in the communities in which I'm able to be into, which I'm able to go to. So it's, it's a lot more than just, Oh, I'm going to donate some money. Oh, okay. I'll give you a couple of dollars here. It's an investment into something larger um, and, and something that can hopefully continue on legacy wise because Carter's Barbecue, we wanted to grow, we wanted to continue, but I wanted to be able to have this to where my son gets into it or um, my godson or my daughters, you know, that they come and become a part of the business and keep that going and going and going. And that can happen if people help us get to the point that that way we are. And, you know, we're not ashamed. We, we try, people can't see this. And I'm not ashamed at all. This is a letter from a local bank. Y'all got Huntington down here in Columbus? Absolutely. hundred percent. We got pens everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Huntington. Okay. This, 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 this little bright thing right there mm -hmm. that reads us unable to improve your request. Okay. And you got a frame. So, so anybody not watching, please, please uh, understand. Darren just showed us a picture in a frame of a letter that says they're unable to, to do the request. Yeah. They had a specific, uh, supposedly for startups and minorities or whatever, veterans um, loan that could help jumpstart your things, your, your, your business. It wasn't supposed to be SBA, Garnet or whatever. I'm not sure, but it, it, it was, which was not a big deal. Um, we met all the requirements. Credit wise is fine. Whatever we had to, you know, thankfully me and my wife make a decent living. You know, we ain't living up <clears throat> somewhere in seven hills or wherever it is right now. I don't know, but we, you know, we, we're okay. We eat. And they said, no, mm. my wife and I, we had a bad stint two years before our marriage. And we, we, we uh, filed for bankruptcy. That was, mm. we were married in 1999. So that was 2001. Yeah. So because of that, <clears throat> and because of, uh, you know, things not being perfect since that time, Basically, they was like, no, no. And we didn't have enough, quote unquote, assets for them as well. Mm -hmm. But which, you know, bankruptcies come off after seven years. We don't care about the bankruptcy. I mean, it, right. things happen. Nobody's perfect. Um, I was getting way out of debt by that time. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to make up for my mistakes um, pre-marriage, you know. So I'm like, how can you go back that far? And, and, and do that. And if you're just getting out of bankruptcy, that's what bankruptcy is for to help you try to get back on track. So, right. you know, and then we went to a, we went through a rough time where we both were laid off at the same time, like three times in our marriage in our early first 10 years. So there was some struggles there. Mm -hmm. But now if we look back to the last of, of our, you know, our credits, and I don't mind talking about this because this is something that people deal with on a daily basis. But even though you get those type of letters, you can push through and find other ways to do what you need to do. You right. see what I'm saying? Right. Um, so you looked at the last five to 10 years of what we're doing, you know, we're good. But way they wanted to go 20 years down the road and, and say they couldn't do our request. Yeah. So I gave them a finger that I I I I never put up a lot. You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. And I said, okay, you know, whatever way I'm going to get done what I've done, because one, I believe in me, I believe in us and I believe in our business. Mm -hmm. um, and then thankfully a friend of mine hooked me up with Honeycomb Credit. You know, we talked to him and I told him the story. I was like, look, if they're all going to do the same thing, I'm not interested. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. Mm -hmm. And they were like, well, that was illegal. And no, <laughs> we're not going to do the same thing. So here you go. Nice. Let's do this. Nice. You know, if this doesn't work out, I'm going to find another way. Mm -hmm. I pray that this one does. It seems to be the best fit because what you have people, you have people become almost like partners with you mm -hmm. in your business. They're invested into something and they're more um, suited to show off their investment, show off to see what their investment does. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If they just 
gave a donation or I just got money from, you know, those crazy people. So, you know, yeah, I'm moving my bank pretty soon, but <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I I say, came uh, in a previous life, one of my goals, I had two goals in a previous life as a um, director of business development. And that was one to have more pens in rotation than Huntington Bank. Because they have somehow figured out everybody, I guarantee anybody listening to this, look in your purse, look in your car, uh-huh. at home, somewhere, you got a, a pen from Huntington Bank, shout out Huntington Bank, good for you, whatever. But mm-hmm. two, I wanted to have better music than the Kroger on Cemetery Road in Hilliard. <laughs> <laughs> Neither one of those came true. But at the end of the day, who cares about Huntington and their pens? At the end of the day, I think what you're saying, and if I'm saying, if I'm hearing you right, this is an opportunity to for me to be uh, Mr. Wonderful on Shark Tank or Mark Cuban. And, and, and in essence, what what is honeycomb honey? What is it called? Honeycomb credit. Yeah. Honeycomb, honeycomb credit. credit. So honeycomb credit is a chance for me to be a shark and to listen. And, and if you're listening to this, I just heard your pitch and it's a chance for me to say I'm in or I'm out. Is that did I just say that right? Can I can we say that with with? Yes. In, in, in and in a sense, yeah. In a sense, yeah. Without equity. This okay. is no equity given. Basically, this is just saying, okay, I'll give you X amount of dollars. And with your X amount of dollars, during the length of the term, you're going to get X amount of, okay, you see, there, there's, because, because it's dealing with the SEC, you can't say one thing without the other. Like, it's like, if I talk about one thing, I can't talk about like the other in specific. I don't know, it's SEC driven, so it's really tripped out. But um, I'm sure we have the link and they can see the page, but you give X amount of dollars and we have three to five year terms over that three to five year term, you're going to get an investment back. You're going to get a percentage back of interest. Okay. So whether it's eight to 10% or, you know, whatever that is, you get what you've given, what you've invested plus that interest back over okay. the, length of the term. So yeah. if you're in, yeah, you're in not for equity per se, but you're in to get, what you have given plus interest. Am I an owner of the business at that point? You are not a, no, you're not an owner. I'm not, of the a, I'm not a shareholder within your business. Not a shareholder. Okay. Because you get it back plus interest. Right. Gotcha. So you're I can give you $1,000 today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get $1,000 plus your interest on that three to five years or whatever it is. Yes, sir. That is, that's how it will go. Very cool. All right. So anybody listening to this, that's how we can help fund Carter's Barbecue. And trust me, it is worth it. Uh, Darren is worth it. Darren and his wife are worth it. Look, we've all been in a place. And some maybe, some, hey, look, hey, we just came out of 2020. People are in situations. And, and anybody listening to this, you, you know, as soon as I said that, you know what your situation is. I don't mm-hmm. have to tell you what that is. Everybody's different. I'm not judging. We're not here to judge. We're not here to make any sort of um you know, judgment on where you're at. But what we are here to say is, man, we've all been there. We can all use a hand up. We can all use an opportunity. We can all use somebody to come alongside us. Uh, Maybe you came out of 2020 in a great place. And there's a lot of people that did. There's a lot of people that didn't. But if you came out of 2020 and you see people like Darren and myself that are saying, hey, we're going to start a business, we're going to chase a dream, and we're going to do this. um, You know, we all could use your help. And, And I'm not here. This isn't a (laughs) Uh, uh, what do you call it? A um, phone a phone or anything like that. You know, uh, at the end of the day, man, Darren's a good man. He's a great man. I've been friends with him for many, many years. We won't say how many, but since high school, uh, he was a good man in high school. He was a good man after high school. He's a good man today. And he's trying to do do some great things and he's doing it in the two and six, which is also very clear and near to my heart. So, um, so in the, let's talk nuts and bolts for a minute. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's just, because, you know, do you have a Ninja Foodie? I haven't gotten one yet. I continue to see CJ's stuff, though, yet. Man, come on, dude. I got to get it. I mean, I have an air fryer, but I really use it. Me, I like to throw it on the grill, man. I mean, what you want? (laughs) Hey, Ninja Foodie gives me nothing. By the way, if anybody from listening, Ninja Foodie's listening, come on, man, help a brother out, because I'm not here (laughs) Peddling Ninja Foodie Grill forever. I've had it a year. I think we use it every day. I'm not going to lie. And their grill feature, dude, I'm telling you, it'll set your world on fire. But that that to say, 
um, the rubs. So in the last year, I have educated myself on rubs, mm-hmm. on you know sauces, ingredients. I was not a I'm not a cooking guy. I literally I'm not. But it kind of dumbs it down enough for a guy like me to be able to make a nice meal for my family. Mm-hmm. That said, so you said you've created a rub. I want to talk nuts and bolts for a minute. So you've created a rub. What does that even look like? Like, is that, did you come up with this mixture? And then how did you go to market with that? Did you have to go to come? And I'm asking a lot of questions at one time, but did you have to go to, did you have to go to a company and say, Hey, I've got this rub. And then they label it for you. How does all that work? The rub I use, this was specifically made for my rib. Ribs are the number one thing for me. So both of these first two products, the sauce and this particular rub was surrounding to make my ribs taste the way they taste, which is the best in the world. So you got to get you some. So, hey, I know a guy. I mean, <laughs> I it took me about uh, maybe two years or more to get the specifics to the recipe for my I'm holding up my um, sauce that people can't see and um, about a little bit less for the rub. And it's basically a lot of trial and error. I remember the first, um, my first incantation of this was so heavy in, in um, brown sugar. It was, it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I didn't know, <clears throat> excuse me, much about all the other aromatics and other things, but I had brown sugar in it because I wanted it to be sweet. I got a sweet too. Um, but over the years, you, you play around with different different types and take this out and put this in and put more of that in and garlic and this and salt and pepper. Not, you know, then you put in some kosher salt and maybe some cumin, maybe some dill, just kind of figure out which works until you find the one that you really, really like, you know, and this is the one that I came up with. Um, And like I said, with the sauce, people kept asking for it. Oh, can we get some extra sauce? Can we get some extra sauce? I was like, okay, I'll start charging y'all. For this extra sauce, 100%. Uh, well, what the heck? Let's see if it got legs. You know, the same mm-hmm. thing with the rub. Let's see if it got legs. Um, you're looking at the manufacturer, you're looking at the boxer, you're looking at the uh, label maker, you're looking at everybody. Um, there are bottling companies, there are seasoning bottling companies. Um, but let's take for instance, <clears throat> here again, startup guy doing this, you know, just on the side. This is not, um, people got to understand. This is my side hustle to retirement, to my full-time job, but I do have a full-time job. And that, right. you know, we talked about my steel mill job, 12-hour days, swing shifts, all that kind of stuff. Um, <clears throat> so this this is a seven-ounce bottle, five-ounce bottle of rub. To make 500 bottles of these for somebody to um, produce this for me, I need a $250 fee so they can, you know, with the recipe that they can uh, reverse engineer it and find out how they can do it and test it and make sure if it's gluten free, if it's not software, all that kind of stuff. Um, then there's another like $250 fee just for your first time. So that's about 500 right there. Then there's a $1,500 fee for your actual um, filling the bottles, having your bottles getting them filled up. Then there's about another, well, the labels, either you can make them and send them to them or have a graphic designer do it and send it to them. either way. Uh, I would probably make my own, but I had to like go to the sticker mule and have sticker mule ship it to those. So we're talking maybe another hundred bucks, uh, well, maybe about 200 bucks because these, if I got a hundred of these, they're a hundred something bucks just to label by itself. Um, so that's what's well, going to be more because it's 500. Um, and then we have to pay for the shipping to get to us. So we're looking almost about $2,200 just for 500 of this. Okay. And so, and, and, and what do you charge per? This is an eight dollar bottle. Eight dollar. Right, so eight dollars for a, a thing. Of, and I think we all walk through the grocery store, and, and I don't even know the. I might not even say the name of the company, right? Lowry. Is that right? Is it Lowry? Lowry's. Yeah. All right. So we, we, now, we see Lowry's got ten different, twenty different, whatevers I want at the grocery store, and they're unfortunately they're not the, a little guy trying to make a, a buck. They're a big old company that's probably doing. This. So is that is that packaged and and made in in Cleveland? No, no. Okay. And you don't have to say where it is if you don't want to. I was just curious if it was made. I don't know where they, I don't actually, I don't know where they're, I think they're from, they're out West. You sent them them like a Ziploc with your, your secret sauce, no pun intended. You sent that to them and they, they tested it out and said, okay, this is, this is worthy. And then for 2,200 bucks, it sounds like, let's just call it three grand, three grand. They got you 
back a box of your first shipment. Is that right? That no, that's what they would charge me. I didn't do that. I do this myself because I don't have the twenty two hundred, twenty five hundred dollars to make it. So, so you, I, I do these in small batches. I buy the bottles off off the internet. I find the bottles, I buy them, self sealing. I I design the label, get the labels printed out, put them on by hand. Same thing about this. Um, go to a commission. I mean, commissary kitchen. Uh, whip up my matches. Um, labels were made by me, so I peel them off by hand, put them in there by hand, wow. by hand, all of that by hand. So you're so you have like a vat of. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I something in my throat. Um, you have a vat of barbecue sauce that you've made, and you're pouring that in yourself, mm-hmm. putting the labels on yourself. You're shipping yourself to save you the cost because again this is not this is a side hustle this isn't your a1 job maybe one day hopefully this episode blows up and, and it is your your full time absolutely job. I, if i don't have to go back to the steel mill i'm fine <laughs> i can't promise anything man <laughs> i mean you make time so come on now come on hey, i can't promise anything i can't but 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 i i, I am so interested in the because you know at the end of the day we all go to the store Mm-hmm. We grab some. We grab some Lowry seasoning, or uh, there was a gentleman. Um, I think he's a competitor, so I won't mention it off on. It's, online, it's but, fine. but somebody sent me a box uh, after one of the episodes that I did, and man, I've been using them, and I love them because I'm not. I'm not. I'm again. I'm not that bright in terms of cooking, so I just go grab. And I'm. I love what I love is it says chicken. There's mm-hmm. one that's cow. There's one that's and I. I'm making burgers. I grab the right one. That's very helpful to me because I'm not, you know, I'm not a cooker uh, by, by nature, but it does make it very simple for me. And my family loves what, what turns out thanks to the Ninja foodie and the rubs. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. It has nothing to do with my expertise. I just make sure I take it out before it burns. That's about, <laughs> that's about the extent of my expertise. So I'm interested in the fact that, you know, if somebody starts a business like this, competing with the big boys, um, that's what it takes. That's what it takes. So you're, you're now the mix for the rub. Are you doing that in-house too? So you're doing that yourself. You, you know, all the right, and we don't have to give ingredients because then they, now, now you give away the secret sauce, but you're pouring in all the ingredients. You're mixing everything up. You're pouring it into a a, a, a seven ounce. Did you say? Yeah, it's a it's a five. It's a you get five ounces in a seven ounce bottle. All right, so five, five ounces. Ounce. You're pouring five ounces in. You're putting the label on. You're you're tightening the thing up, and you're shipping it out to anybody that orders it. Is that right? That is absolutely correct. That's amazing, man. Absolutely correct. That's amazing. It's absolutely amazing, and I can't wait to try it. Um, let me ask you one more question. Then I want to talk about, uh, food trucks. So mm-hmm. the next question is, I think again, limited knowledge, but I have heard conversations about barbecue sauce. And I think every state or city has their own kind of flair on barbecue. So yeah. when, when they say Carolina barbecue and, and correct me, please, if I'm wrong, cause I'm probably going to be Carolina is based in a mustard sauce. You got mustard and vinegar. Um, then you get, well, it's vinegar, you got mustard and then you have, um, tomato. tomato out of carolina that's that's a carolina barbecue Car- carolina i, I want to say mustard and some vinegar i want to say vinegar too honestly i think especially like in south carolina i, I think it's a vinegar mustard okay. I, I don't you have to excuse me on my lack of knowledge of that um because up here in ohio we're very eclectic right we you know nobody's going to say oh that's ohio barbecue unfortunately um but we have a lot of, you know, we have a lot of everything here. And what Cleveland is good at um, is, I don't want to say that, that's not the right word, but what Cleveland is good at is pulling apart little pieces from everything mm-hmm. and making a special from that. Right. And that becomes that Cleveland product per se. You know, we'll get something, smack it up, flip it, rub it down. Now, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, mine is, is is a tomato base. I can't do I can't do vinegar and mustard is eh. 
Uh, right. Mine is a, is, a, is, is a tomato base. And yeah, I like yeah. okay. I like a little sweet heat. You know what I'm saying? I'm about a hot guy. Right. But I like it to go down sweet. And then after a while, oh, there we go. You know, that tinge at the bottom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, e- each reason, you know, you got um, St. Louis, you got Memphis, of course, you got the Carolinas, Texas. Those are when you think of barbecue, which is another thing that I, I, I have learned as I've grown in this journey. Um, I don't think I had it, but I started a group. It's on. It's a private group on Facebook now, but it's I do have an open group of, or open page on Instagram, and it's called the Unknowns Black Pitmasters. Because in barbecue, which is one of it's probably America's original cuisine per se, you know, um, but people of color have never had they do. Mm-hmm. Ricardo barbecue. I mean, if you if you go and say, well, who's William Perry? Or if you say, who's Myron Mixon? Or who's this? Or who's that? Yeah, you you know them. Well, who's William right. Perry? Nobody knows no William Perry. Well, do you know Kansas City barbecue? Yeah, we love Kansas City barbecue. Well, it's because of him that Kansas City style of barbecue came to be. Right. Really? I never knew. Of course you did. So that's why I'm here to tell you. You see what I'm saying? So, I mean, from our last conversation, the, the, the last time we had the podcast, um, you know how I am in regards to people of color, finding out history, just getting truth, whatever the truth is. Mm-hmm. Truth can be hurtful. It can be great. It can be wonderful. But the bottom line, is that is truth. And I don't think truth should be withheld no matter, you know, what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it just it is what it is. So we don't have a lot. There was an article. I think it was Southern Living. There was a Fox article about two or three years ago. This is kind of what I'm not. I am no way an, uh, a spearhead for this. I was jumping on the bandwagon that some other media people were. But the catalyst was there was an argument. I think it was done by Fox or somebody else. I won't even say them. But they were listing the top 10, you know, barbecuers, pitmasters per se. Wasn't nobody looked like me in there. In that, uh, and we have tons. We still have. The oldest building, <laughs> barbecue building that exists down south is still owned by a black man. The, you know, the descendant of a grandparent, of, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. there was no, there was the Tuffy Stones. There was, you know, of course, the Myron Mixons. There was other people that you see on TV and all these other cats. But none of the people that's doing the work here. So Southern Living, they they counteracted that particular, um, that particular article and named their top 10, which included both black and white, which it should, because we were all here at the same time, no matter what position we were, we were here at the same time. And the number one they had was the unknowns. And they called them the unknowns because they were the people who did, who, um, why they were enslaved, they tended the pits because they had to, not necessarily because they want to, but they did it even for them and their families. And that is, you know, from there and their type of cookings, what they bought from, where they were taken from, those were the basis of what we know now of everyday barbecue, you know, as, as today. Everybody thinks brisket is king in barbecue. Mm-hmm. It's not whole cooking, whole animal cooking, not just hog, but whole animal cooking, cow, goat, lamb, all of that. When you're talking about barbecuing and doing it the hard way, per se, tending the pit, being there for the pit, you don't necessarily got a thermometer, you know about field, you just continue to put those coals in. They did it without all the stuff. They didn't have triggers back then. They dug holes in the ground mm-hmm. and did what they had to do to feed the people that were necessary to be fed. So when I saw that, I was like, ooh. Let me do something that highlights Black Pitmasters today because there's nothing that really does that. We have, you have a few that get out and unfortunately, like everything else, uh, Rodney Scott, he was, he was mentioned on, he's a James Beard winner as a cook. Um, the same thing that uh, Franklin, Aaron Franklin had to do. They both earned that James Beard award. And he was also, on Chef's Table on Netflix. Yeah, great story. Great story. But now they're using him for everything. It's like, oh, we got the one black guy. Let's use him for right. everything. Right. You know? So it's like, 
there's more. There's so many. There's so many more. You know. Um, so I try to just use that to bring to light other people that are doing their job. They're they're they love the craft. They do it for the culture. They do it for their family. And most of all, because the barbecue is for the community. We do this for community. That's barbecue is the one food I know. All food brings people together. Forget it. But mm-hmm. there's something about barbecue. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you do. Mm-hmm. If you smell that brisket, if you mm-hmm. smell that hog, y'all coming together. And if for that five minutes, so good. Just, you know what I'm saying? Right. For that five minutes, <clears throat> you can be like, you know what, brother? That smells pretty good. I know. What you do, how you do this. And you're good. Now, y'all can go y'all separate ways after that. Mm-hmm. But barbecue is, I believe, <laughs> it can change the world. It's, 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 it's the thing that can change the hearts of people. Um, but like in everything else, just tell every story. That's, that's, that's all I'm trying to do is just to have every, have an avenue where all the stories can be told and people that are really doing the craft can, can, can do what they want. So I went off on a tangent, my bad. No, man, it's all good. because <laughs> I think our, our heritage, um, when I say our, I mean, as, as, as you know, all, all of us, all of us. Right. <laughs> but the heritage is important. The story is important. It's important that we have equality in the reality is there's a lot of really good pitmasters out there. And, you know, not all of them shout out Michael Simon 216, um, you know, but but not all not everybody's Michael Simon. And, and there's other people out there doing things. And um, I, I love shout out. And this is a plug. But uh, one of my partners is Legacy Smokehouse here in, in Old Hilliard. And um, I have probably at least two meetings a week at Legacy Smokehouse. <laughs> and part of the reason is so the rest of my day, I smell like Legacy Smokehouse. Right, right. Man, it's, it's, it's special. It's it's like a cologne. Uh, when you walk through the department store, they spray you. Like the rest of the day, you're smelling that. Shout out Drakkar uh, from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Polo or whatever else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like, I love having meetings at Legacy Smokehouse because those guys know what they're doing. Um, I smell like it the rest of the day, and their food's just awesome. So, And um, it is. It's a craft that you, you you know, we use the term pit master lightly, if, if you right. really think about it, because it's hard to be a pit master when you can't control the fire. That's only my opinion. Um but the but the bottom line is it is barbecue is it's more of our roots than what we know, you mm-hmm. know. And I don't mind people doing great in barbecue, whoever whoever they are. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, they just say just put respect where res- respect is due. Right. Black folks were just considered oh they were just good cooks. No, they worked the craft, and it's no different than just like Jim Beam. Uncle Nearest, have you heard of that bourbon? I have not. I'm not a bourbon. Okay. You know, I, I, the older I, the older I got, the little bit more bourbon I, I drink. But Uncle Nearest, he was a gentleman. His name was um, uh, okay, William Green, I believe it was. He was the lead distiller at Jack Daniels. He taught Jack Daniels how to distill. Um, he was was he a preacher? He was something. But anyway, he well, he was one of the best in the land at that time. He be, he befriended Jack and his family, and they loved him. It wasn't this wasn't a, you know, he had to do it because he was a free slave by that time. He was a free slave by that time, so this is what he did willingly. He taught Jack. Jack did what he did, and it's not like the family, you know, had any thanks or anything. A lot of his family, um, over time, his descendants have worked at the dis- distillery. It's pretty sad that it took them this long to really let the story out, but you know, they did. Cool to them. Thank you. I appreciate it. And um, with that, um, the, the young lady who dug up the story of Uncle Nearest started a distillery and started, you know, in his legacy, another bourbon, you know, Uncle Nearest uh, uh, bourbon. And it's whiskey. It's, it's, it's smooth. Yeah. <laughs> it's smooth. Well, but, I mean, it's just those type of things, you know. It's not everyday knowledge, mm-hmm. but you don't want it to be buried knowledge. Does that make sense? No, it does. And I think it gets easy because we can pull it through the drive through at any, you know, 
most uh, fast food places and grab a barbecue sandwich, man, that's not barbecue. Uh, you know, I know, I know I'm preaching the choir now, but like barbecue is, is something that takes hours. It takes intention. It takes uh, a love and, a, and the right amount of rub beforehand, the right amount of time on the fire, all those things. I'm I, again, I'm preaching the choir and I'm probably not even saying it right. No, you're I, fine. Hey, I, I microwave it a Ninja foodie on my <laughs> But I do appreciate a good barbecue, you know, and, and the, the intentionality and the time that it takes to make something that just falls off the bone and tastes amazing. And I bet anybody listening to this is probably swinging in their local. Probably hungry right now. Or, or they're hungry. Hopefully they're not listening to this around lunchtime. But um, all that's really, man, it's just good stuff. Like, that's why I want to have you on again. We could talk high school. We could talk all that stuff. We could talk a lot of things that we talked about last time. But again, plug, go back and find that episode because we covered a lot of ground. And I thought it was amazing and I've gotten great feedback from it. What I want to talk about was, was barbecue. And this is all, it's amazing to me. It's fascinating. So now let's, let's shift real quick to food trucks. Um, because I'm fascinated by food trucks, man. They roll up into your neighborhood. You can ask my wife. Uh, we had a Cuban food truck uh a guy come through and I tried to get him on the podcast. He, he kind of ghosted me afterwards, but I think he thought I was a freak because I really wanted to, I really wanted to get him on and I really wanted to have him tell his story of all right, man, you bought a food truck. Like what's that look like? Like what's that what's your life like? What's your day like? Um food trucks, I think we take them for for granted because you know it's food truck Thursday or whatever and we roll up somewhere and we grab our whatever it is out of whatever food truck or if there's a line of them, you know, we do our thing. Man, that's a business. It's a rolling business on wheels. It's not cheap. And it, it takes a ton of sacrifice and planning, I think. Am I right? So that's why I want to touch base with you on because I know you've looked at, at least looked into potentially rolling up a food truck or do you guys do you have one? No. We don't. That's part of the uh, honeycomb campaign. Okay. Actually, what we're going to be getting is a trailer, <clears throat> a barbecue food truck trailer. So a f- food truck. The one thing about food truck, they're very expensive. I mean, we're talking sixty plus, may, maybe minimum fifty plus, and a lot of food trucks aren't able to hold a smoker like we need, you know, for right. a good low and slow barbecue. Um, so that was out the picture. Plus, if your truck goes down, your business go down. <laughs> right. Right. With the, with the trailer, if my truck go down, worst thing, worst case scenario, I rent a trailer. I rent a truck. You know what I'm saying? To get mm-hmm. to do what I need to do. Uh, but we opted for a trailer. It is a truck without the motor, obviously. And the particular one that we would like to have has what they call a barbecue porch on it. So it's about 20 feet. And then the back six feet is an open space where I can put a smoker. <clears throat> so that's where I can have all my um, meat done inside. It's just like a regular kitchen. You you can have um, a griddle, a stove, warmers, refrigerator, all that kind of stuff in that small space. And that's where we compare we can prepare the rest of the food wherever we need to go, you know. And that particular one that we're looking at is about twenty eight hundred dollars, and that's with everything that we need. And that's just a trailer. Um, of course, you got to get licensed, you got to get uh, inspected, licensing, all that kind of stuff. So that's a little bit more. But the trailer is what we're looking for is like twenty eight hundred dollars. Um, so I just hack it, put it up to my, you know, 1500 and roll where we want to go. And that's one of the best things about this. Since it's only part-time right now, um, I can do, you know, two or three times out of the month and do where I want to go, you know, go where a hot spot is, go to a fair. If there's a weekend and I'm off and there's a fair opener, I can get into it. Let's go. We can roll there. We can come down in front of your new facilities and you can have your grand opening. I won't have it by the end, but you can have a re-grand opening <laughs> and we'll be right out right outside the facilities. You know what I'm saying? So it it enables enables us to get customers wherever we are. It enables mm-hmm. to get and you know enlarge our customer base, but it takes a lot of overhead out of a brick and mortar per se. Right. Right. So, you know, with that, I can, you know, still even prepare stuff in there, not even need the um, commissary kitchen. You know, to prepare the food or whatever, um, so everything can just be done trailer wise, and and we're good to go. You know, fix it, put it in the fridge, and 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 go on about our, our business. So but there's still planning because barbecue is not something you just throw in the microwave. It's ready no. for later, right? No, you have to plan. If you roll up to, let's just say the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has something, you roll up there, you set up your thing, and, and I'm not saying that would happen, but let's just say it would, if that's the case, you roll mm-hmm. up to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in the two one six. Uh, you set up your thing. You've probably had to plan for what you're going to have on the menu that day. And likely in barbecue, you probably had to start cooking it way before you roll up there. Is that right? Yeah, we have. Once we get our trailer 
or uh, truck or whatever we're doing mobile, we have to give the county um, a menu. <clears throat> so it's going to be the same menu wherever we are, per se. Not too much. We may add stuff here and there, depending on what it is. But it's going to be a very streamlined menu. So we always know what the menu is going to be. Wherever we're at, we're going to know. You can get a rib, chicken dinner. Um, you can get pulled pork. Now, stuff like brisket would be special. Um, sandwiches, different sandwiches. Maybe, you know, Cleveland's on Polish Boy. We may have something like that at a time or things like that. So, but the menu is pretty much set. Um, at that point, we got to find out when we're going to be there, what time we can be there, how, you know, where our spot is, because you're going to have to be at a specific time and they're going to give you a specific spot, especially with somewhere like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Or even if it's like a wait over Wednesdays, what you have now, or even if we got food truck Wednesdays up and down um, downtown the East 9th Street, you mm-hmm. got to find a spot. But most of the stuff is going to be, be cooked that night before and put in the Cambros, you know, to to keep them warm and ready for when we get there. But you always leave a little bit left because you want to have something cooking. <laughs> so you bring right. people in. So I have a slab you or two. Of, smell. You guys had a aroma, yeah, right? I have a slab or two of ribs. I have a little bit of chicken or something going on, you know, in the smoker that people can smell it and they can come. But most of the stuff will already be prepared by that time. Our sides are going to be prepared. They're going to be panned. They're going to be ready, you know, for serving, uh, sitting in the warmer, all that kind of stuff. Um, of course, you know, with the drinks and everything, they'll be all in the cooler, everything will be done. Um, and most of the meat will be will be done. <clears throat> but prior to, I will be cooking a little bit of meat just so people will come in and smell it. Yeah. Well, that makes perfect sense. Man, we covered a lot of ground. So what are the ways that we can help you? And again, I'll have everything in the links as always. But anybody listening today, how can we how can we help you? Well, First thing, if, 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 if you're kind enough, if your pockets are willing, I would love for you to invest in the company. Okay. Um, you will have that link to the Honeycomb page. <clears throat> so you can just click it there and everything that you need to know, the term of the loan, the length of it, um, what you get back on your investment, what we're doing it for, our story is there, the video is there, everything is out, the SEC papers is there, um, our business plan of how we figure we're going to make money for these next few years is there. So it's not just like, oh, I'm going to give you some money. No, they've done their research. We had to do our due diligence so you can see what you're getting into. And if you needed to ask a question, you can post it on there and we can return that question. Not a problem. Outside of that, you can just visit my website where you can pick up the um, sauce and the rub. And you can see any of my links, my social links, and just like and share things. I mean, the, the biggest thing that anybody can do is like and share your, or, you know, become a follower or a friend on your social media aspects. Right. Right. I mean, that's, 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 people say that's the least you can do, but that is one of the most powerful things you can do because you never know who sees what. Right. You never know. Yeah, man, it's using the, utilizing the network. And, um, I'm just glad you're in mind. Uh, you know, and we, we've said this a million times. Uh, we've been friends a long time. Uh, you've been great to me. And, and I'm excited just to watch all your, you know, just as you have evolved in everything that you're doing. I'm so excited to watch that. And I'm always honored to have you on as a friend, as a guest. Um, I learned a lot today about barbecue. <laughs> and so shout out to, to my Ninja Foodie crowd. Anybody that <laughs> purchased a Ninja Foodie because of me, which I'm not an affiliate. I need to get an affiliate because I need to start. Yeah, you got to get an affiliate, man. Yeah, get- like Those guys got some cash. They could throw some my way because at the end of the day, I've, I've probably pushed a lot of Ninja Foodies. But if you have a Ninja Foodie, give my guys sauce a try, a rub a try. Give them the sauce a try. Let's stop giving the big boys money. Let's let's support you know local guys. Someone that, that not only just a local guy, but as you heard, his passion for history and what he's doing. And he's from the 216. I mean, what? 216, baby. What, what more do you want? That, that's right there. It's over. Right there. Else. As it's soon over. as I said 216, we could have had like a two minute, we could have a two minute podcast and just said, hey, he's from the 216. He's got his own line. Here's his website. Peace out. That's right. Have, <laughs> but no, man, I'm so glad we didn't do that. I'm glad that we got to talk even more. I love you, brother. I'm I'm thankful for uh, for everything and our friendship. And uh, I wish you nothing but success. And, and I hope you uh, continue to just take off. And uh, at some point, we have to have that that roll down to the the, the six one four. Unfortunately, where I don't say unfortunately, this is my home now. It's my home. But maybe we'll have that the thing roll down to the six one four one day. We'll pull it up to the junction and we'll we'll knock out some barbecue. 
I'm I'm telling you, man, if, if this is whether it comes this way or another way. Oh, a big wasp in here. <laughs> Huge. And I just, I just if, anybody's watching the, if anybody's watching video, um, so Darren's currently in the fight of his life with a, a wasp in his office. Wow. <laughs> This is what we do on unscripted. So you have to go back and watch the video. That's an unscripted. Attack. So there you go. I, 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 you know, all the pleasantries are are, are ditto for me. And like I said, I'm so happy, uh, proud to know you as a friend, as a man. I'm so happy to see what you're doing business wise, um, because I know how it helped me. Um, a lot of my social media prowess, I wouldn't have had if, you know, the Aaron Conrad didn't give me some help in the beginning, setting up a blog, doing the WordPress, going all everything. And now I'm a little, you know, I can do a little bit by myself now, you know, so I, I, I know what you can do. And I know how you can help people um, who are challenged in that area because every, you know, look, everybody don't don't, don't want to do a Wix or GoDaddy. They want something a little bit better and they want to be able to have to do it themselves. And I believe that you can help them with that. So kudos to you to that, man. Blessings to you on that. And like I said, before I got attacked, or I was trying to say before I got attacked by that was, look at that, I punched myself in the eye. Look at that. <laughs> you need to get some ice on that, man. <laughs> Absolutely. I am going to roll down there and we would put you on post up and, uh, you know, sitting down by the dock of the bay, white, wasting time. Hey. Cook this barbecue, man, because that's that is what I love to do. That is what Let's I love do it. To. Well, man, I appreciate you. I love you, and I look forward to uh, episode three at some point in the next uh, next one hundred, man. Let's do it again. Absolutely. Before I forget, I'm, where can they get merch? Because that merch is sweet. I'm not gonna lie. That you know, sweet. I, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't ventured, I haven't ventured out yet. I haven't okay. done that yet. I may need to hook up with you and see uh, hey. you know, what you got going there. But, I got uh, some people. I got I got people. Got, but man, got people. Got some Carter's barbecue merch. On you got the, people uh, on the store yeah. for sure. I can help with that. Actually, a, a Heights guy did this. I mean, you know, yeah, he's a Heights guy. But you, what, what, what I, I don't know Beverly guys doing it. So what you want me? Hey. Yeah, man, it's good. I like it. I love the logo. I love the branding. I love all of it. And most of all, man, I love you as a friend. And, you too, and man. Uh, I look forward to speaking to you soon, my brother. All right. You take care. Love you, sir. Best of luck to you. This has been the latest episode of the Unscripted Podcast with your host, Aaron Conrad, from his studio at the Junction in Old Hilliard. Make sure to like, share, follow, and review on your favorite podcast platforms. Also, make sure to check out my song, Great and Mighty One, on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your music. We'll be back with another great guest soon. We'll see you next time. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just one dollar text the word grade to 323232 right now hooked on phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day for more than 30 years hooked on phonics has been the proven learn to read program that kids love to use text grade to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed text grade to 323232 right now and get started for just one dollar text grade to 323232 now text grade to 323232